I'm Ryan. I'm a science teacher. I'm Cheryl, and I slept through science. Each episode, we'll tackle a science question you may have learned in school, but can't quite remember or fully explain. And I'll take the risk of asking the dumb questions so that we can all understand the science we slept through. The bell has rung. Let's get started. Welcome to Lesson 6. Lesson 6. The sixth lesson. Yes. And in the sixth lesson, Ryan, I have a question for you. Okay. That I, I I don't even know if I have a hunch. Of what the answer is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Why is the ocean salty? So true confessions here, Cheryl. Yes. I didn't know the answer to this question either and oh had to do gosh. a little bit of research. Is it because it's magic? I no. Okay. Is it's that not... ever gonna be the answer? Maybe. <laughs> Possibly at some point in the future, it might be. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so why is the ocean salty? And I think that is an excellent question. And I know you just said that you may not have any ideas at all, but let me see if I can kind of tease out at least some concepts or ideas. So let's talk about when we say that the ocean is salty, what do you think that even means? That the water is salt water. As opposed to like a lake or a river, which is not salt water. Okay. And what is, what do you think salt water is? Water with salt in it? (laughs) Okay. I know, I know it sounds silly, but like, do you think it's the same type of salt like that you would put on your food? Well, it's sea salt. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Because like. Like my brother-in-law actually, I don't know how he did this. Maybe he got a bucket of water and let it evaporate. And then he like gave me a little jar of sea salt that I used to cook with. And I was like, oh, Oh. this is different than like my table salt or something like that. Do you remember what was different about it? No. Okay. And I don't even know if I could taste the flavor difference, but I was very excited about cooking with sea salt. Okay. Okay. And I know that the Dead Sea is really salty, like more salty okay. than the ocean because I hear about how people can like float in it really easily, which is probably a separate subject as far as like, why would salt make someone float? Um, I feel like you should add that to our list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great question. Um, but um, I don't know if the Dead Sea is a lake or if it's like attached to an ocean because I don't know, like, are there salty lakes? Mm. Or is it just a part of an ocean that's like a little inlet area and that's why they call it the Dead Sea. But so I know it's not like equal salt amount everywhere Mm -hmm. because of that. It depends on the area, I guess. Okay. Any ideas where the salt might come from? Well, I'd wonder about like other things that are in the ocean maybe that are producing salt because there's a there's all sorts of stuff in the ocean there's clams there's whales there's seaweed and there's many 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 more things and i'm assuming all of those things like living in a salty environment i don't know what they're Mm. drinking do they need hydration and how can salt water be hydrating to them? But that's probably also a separate question. Yep. Yep. 
Also a separate question. Do whales drink water? <laughs> but like, obviously they all like living in a salty environment, but I don't know, like, are one of those things producing the salt or is it like from the, like the depths of the ocean and like the land that the ocean is in or that the water, the ocean water is in? Because it probably doesn't come like, it doesn't come from the sky. It doesn't come from rain because it's not like rain knows if it's raining over the ocean or over a lake to be salty or not. So it has to come from something to do with the earth then. See, you had lots of ideas here. You're like, I don't know anything. You've got, I filled a whole page ah! like normal of ideas that you had. Oh, yay. That's exciting. <laughs> that is exciting. Cheryl, as usual, your ideas are already thinking about the right things. Yay! So <laughs> we are going to talk about if whales drink water. I'm so excited. Not today. <laughs> we won't talk about that today. Okay. But you've got a lot of ideas that are going to help you understand why the ocean is salty. Nice. So let's start by talking about kind of what I asked, like what is salt? Like, so when we talk about it being salty, what does that even mean in the first place? And the, the short answer is it's just salt, the same stuff that you would use on your food. It's sodium oh. chloride. It's called table salt. Okay. Right. And you can write that as uh, capital N, lowercase a, capital C, lowercase l. So NA is for sodium. That's the atomic symbol for sodium. And CL is for chlorine. Oh, okay. Very right, cool. so NaCl, sodium chloride, table salt. When my brother-in-law gave me that sea salt, it just seems fancy, fancy, but really it's all just salt. Correct. My okay. understanding, and I would need to go do a little bit more research for this, but my understanding is the difference in sea salt versus table salt has to do with the way it crystallizes. And so like the size of the flakes more than the uh... actual composition from like atoms or things. Okay, so I can still be fancy when I use my fancy salt to cook with. Absolutely, you can. Wonderful. Be. That's all I wanted to hear. <laughs> okay. Um, and so here, though, you, you actually referenced a couple of things like where does that salt ultimately come from? Mm -hmm. And you and the, the answer is there's really two main sources. And you actually referenced both of them already. <gasps> Yes. But one of them, you said this can't be the source. The rain. Yeah. It, but how can it? So here's, here's how it, and it's not directly the rain because your thinking is correct. The rain itself doesn't have the salt in it when it's falling. Okay. However, as a raindrop falls through the air, it picks up a little bit of what's in the air. And some of the things that are in the air are carbon dioxide. Okay. Now, when you dissolve carbon dioxide in water, it makes the water slightly acidic. Oh. Now, there's just a normal amount that it'll do that isn't a big deal. So we're not talking about like acid rain, like was a big thing several years ago. Like, you, like that yeah. is a real thing. That's not what we're talking about. Okay. Anything that isn't pure water is probably a little bit acidic or a little bit basic. Okay. Okay, so just because something might be a little acidic doesn't all of a sudden mean it's toxic and it's terrible and you need to be afraid. 
okay? But what it does mean is when it falls onto rocks, it has the ability to ever so slightly break them down at a chemical level. So why isn't that happening in like a lake with a rock in it? Great question. That's the perfect next question. <laughs> and the answer is it is happening in a lake and in a river, but that water is flowing. So there's a little tiny bit that of, of these like salts, right? Some of it is sodium and chlorine and other minerals and things as well that get dissolved out of rocks and they are in a lake or a river. Oh, but okay. those think of like a river will like run downstream from a mountain. Often yeah. it will feed into a lake yeah. of some kind, but most lakes feed into other rivers that all eventually wash into the ocean. So and they're so, less different than I thought they were. Yes. Interesting. Okay. So the source is actually coming from lakes and rivers. And technically lakes and rivers do have a measurable amount of salt in them. It's just much, much tinier. Okay. But then they all run down into the oceans and the oceans don't, don't go anywhere into anywhere else. Yeah. Okay. But the water okay. does evaporate from the oceans. Okay. And water evaporates, but salts do not. <gasps> Oh, so just like how he made the sea salt by getting a bucket of water and waiting for the water to evaporate, and then you just yep. have a ton of salt yep. and no water. And then if it rained in there again, you'd still just have your salt water. Because mm -hmm. the salt uh, isn't going to go anywhere. So every time you're uh, adding new bits of salt, the salt is, for the most part, just staying in the ocean. The water will go through the water cycle, right, and evaporate and condense and do all of those things again, right? But the salt, once it flows into the ocean, it just stays there. It never gets to travel again. It doesn't really get to travel again. It goes on all sorts of adventures. And the salt's just like, I guess I live here now. This I guess is I where I live and never mm -hmm. die because yep. salt doesn't die. Yep. And mm. actually, this gets at another example that you mentioned, which is the Dead Sea. Okay. Is it a lake or an ocean? It's a lake. Okay. It's a big lake. Okay but it's a lake. And the reason that the Dead Sea has such a high salt concentration, which by the way, I looked this up. So the, the ocean has about three and a half percent is like salt. Okay. To give you an idea, like how okay. salty it is. Um, and the Dead Sea has like almost 34% salt. <laughs> so like 10 times almost. I totally want to go float in the Dead Sea. That sounds Me so fun. Me too. Me too. But here's the thing. The same process is happening with the Dead Sea, except the Dead Sea doesn't feed into anything else. Oh. Just like the ocean. Got it. And the Dead Sea is in the kind of Israel, Jordan, kind of Middle East area, mm -hmm. which is very hot. So the water that feeds in evaporates out mm. and just leaves behind. Obviously, there's still some water in it, but it leaves behind a lot of that salt as it comes in because wow. the Dead Sea is also very, very low in elevation. Yeah, I had heard something about its elevation and how that made yeah. a difference as well. Yeah, and that's why the water does – because the only reason water flows is because of gravity. Yeah, it doesn't just want to flow on its own. It's, yeah, you're not going to see a river flow uphill. <laughs> yeah or even like 
on like a neutral, like a flat plane. Yeah, not so much. It yeah. pretty much is yeah, going to have to have some sort of like incline yeah. to do that. So why the Dead Sea is salty is essentially the same reason that the ocean is salty. Mm, interesting. It's just wow. a smaller version of that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, I did tell you that there were two sources of the salt, and I've yes. only talked about one so far. Yeah, and I have a second guess for the other one. I okay, was thinking about it. how when we sweat, our sweat produces salt. There's like mm -hmm. our sweat, our sweat can be salty or mm -hmm. is salty. Um, so I'm going to say it's whale sweat. <laughs> that is a good idea. Thank you. It is not correct, oh, however. Oh, man. Because <laughs> whales wouldn't need to sweat because they're in the water. But swim, when people swim, they sweat. This is true. And technically that would contribute to <laughs> a little bit of salt in the ocean. Not enough for us to measure appreciably when it comes to the size of the entire ocean compared to a, a person. Human, yeah. Or even a beach full of people. <laughs> but you did reference that you talked about it had to come from the land that the water is in. Yes. And that is correct. <gasps> So cool. actually the other source are deep sea vents where ocean water deep underneath will actually filter kind of through the, the crust of the earth and get kind of deep kind of into the crust and sometimes get heated up because it's getting closer to the, not the center of the earth. I mean, technically it is closer to the center, but it's not very close to the center. It's just a lot closer where it can get some of that heat from okay. inside the earth. And that can cause the water to help dissolve minerals and salts out of the rock. And then it can come oh. back up through deep sea vents okay. and contribute some of those minerals and salts back into the ocean from a, from a deeper level. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah, That's I thought really so too. Cool. And you got to learn something new. <laughs> I did. I did because really I was cool. not 100% sure uh, about that either. But oh, so you also thought it was whale sweat. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. That's definitely yeah. what I said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Whale sweat. <laughs> All right, Cheryl, it's time for your quiz. Okay. I'm ready. All right. First question. What are the two sources of salt in the ocean? Um, in, one is indirectly from the rain because the rain breaks down things in rocks which produce salt, which then put it in rivers and lakes, which eventually dump it into the ocean. Okay. <laughs> that works. And then... Deep sea vents or something about deep vents, which just makes me picture the ocean as a giant hot tub, which sounds mm -hmm. really fun. Mm -hmm. And because it is, there is heat coming deep down in the ocean from the earth. It is breaking down some of those things in the rocks and then get, producing salt and then shooting up into the vent into the rest of the ocean. Excellent. <laughs> okay so following up with that you mentioned that the rain can dissolve like salt and things out of rocks why is it able to do that oh no because there's something oh gosh 
Did you say that part? Oh no. It's okay. Um there's something in the water that dissolves. Well, it what it's just water, but like it dissolves other things or is it the things in the air that the rain picks up with it and then dissolves it is because there's other stuff in the air as rain it's falling through the air it's picking up all sorts of stuff and then those stuffs dissolve the rocks ever so slightly half credit okay because yes. i didn't say what it was but it's okay well and the the key piece to it was whether or not you remembered exactly what it picked up uh-huh like it's carbon dioxide but it okay. makes it makes the water in a raindrop slightly acidic. That's okay. Yes, okay. that was kind of the key piece with that. So acid whether or not you remembered what it was, answer. yep, that horrific acid rain right. that everyone's yep. mm-hmm. scared of. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. that's definitely it. <laughs> okay. Why do oceans have more salt in them than lakes and rivers? Because lakes and rivers are moving and dumping into other things. And the ocean, there's nowhere to go. Great. (laughs) Okay. Last question, which will be more of an application question. Oh, boy. So in Utah, there is the Great Salt Lake. That was the other – I was thinking of a salt lake (laughs) in the U.S. and I couldn't think of the salt lake. Okay. It's called the Great Salt Lake. And there's Salt Lake City. Uh Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In Utah. Um, and it has, depending on which part of the lake, between 14% and 31% salt mm-hmm. compared to the 3.5% salt in the ocean. Yeah. Why do you think the Great Salt Lake has a higher concentration of salt than the ocean? Well, I mean, I think it'd be the same reasons as the Dead Sea, that it's not dumping into anything else. So the water isn't escaping or like going anywhere. And then I also think it might have to do with the elevation similar to the Dead Sea. I'm trying to think if there's any other like differences. Are there extra rocks there that aren't super salty? I'm going to go with my first answer, but yeah. Yeah. No, you got it. Yeah. It doesn't drain anywhere. Cool. Interesting. And as I was doing some research for this episode, I also didn't know this, but it's actually the Great Salt Lake is actually a small leftover of what used to be a even gianter salt lake that was really yeah wow. So if you've heard of like the Bonneville uh salt flats, they sometimes will do like uh, land races there. Sometimes you'll see like on documentaries where they try to race things. It's like big and white and flat and big. That was all part of a big giant salt lake at one point in time so in the past. that's how a salt flat exists is because it used to be water it used to be water and then yep. the water evaporated mm-hmm. yep the water it, whether it heated up or whatever and so and and because at the base of a salt lake like there's there is a saturation point where water can only dissolve so much salt and beyond mm. that point it can no longer dissolve salt so any extra salt beyond that doesn't dissolve and so it just kind of floats to the bottom. And so you can get deposits of salt at the very bottom of a salt lake or a salt sea. That makes a lot of sense. It's like when you put too much of that country time lemonade powder into water and yeah. eventually it's just, it won't dissolve. 
that's, that is actually the exact same thing. You got it. Good connection. <laughs> cool. Now we know, Ryan. Now we know. Yay. Very exciting. There's, there's only a few more minutes left of the period. So why don't you go ahead and pack up your stuff while you get ready for my closing remarks. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at I Slept Through Science or on Twitter at Slept Science. If you have dumb science questions like I do, please send them to us. You can email us at ISleptThroughScience at gmail.com or you can even send us a voice memo and we'll play it on the podcast. Please rate and review our podcast to tell other people what you think about it. Subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode and share about our podcast on social media. Thank you to Beth Reed Miller for the artwork. You can check out more of Beth's artwork at Beth is something. Okay, great. Thanks. Bye. Ah! The bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you.